All right, so we've talked about the dire need to humble ourselves. Um, the learned pattern of wanting to say that we know things, to form opinions, to have an opinion about anything that we are asked about, etc. cetera. Uh, when in reality, the greatest wisdom is truly realizing that we know nothing. And the greatest place of power is not in feigning some amount of knowledge or some specific knowledge that we're asked about, but in being true to ourselves and true to reality and being able to admit that we don't know and have it not affect us in any way, shape, or form. It's not a big deal, right? It's, uh, you know, because what comes up is, is this ego, this need to protect ourselves from other people possibly perceiving that we don't know something, which is just insane. Of course we don't know things. We don't know most of everything. That gets into the analogy that I use so often, which is water versus ice. Um, and I always have Bruce Lee's voice in my head, be water, my friend. And he's talking about, you know, water forming to anything that it is around and being able to adjust to anything that comes your way. It's a wonderful and fantastic lesson. I talk about water and ice more specifically with regard to our ability to change, our ability to move and adjust versus being in a solid state, which is against nature. So we apply this to opinions, positions that we hold, right? So what we tend to do is we decide what our opinion is on a given subject. We identify with it. So we identify with our opinion, which solidifies it, turns it into ice, turns us into ice, such that when we are challenged in any way, when that position is challenged in any way, we reject it. We immediately reject it. We do everything we can to avoid new information. We uh, uh, grab hold of the safety of our echo chamber, and we don't approach it anymore. We've checked that box. We form that opinion. And in deciding that we form that opinion, we know we know everything there is to know about it, whatever the topic is. We're right. The other people are wrong. Now we're ice. And that is that goes against everything about nature, which I'll get into in a second. Also, strength does not come in that solid form of ice. It is so very breakable. Strength comes, as Bruce Lee talks about, in being water and being able to adapt and being able to move. Wisdom comes in being able to move. Power comes in being able to move. The flexibility of water and the power behind it will always win, even though it may seem to be contradictory to what we think about in comparison to a solid block. So our ego and our identification with any given topic, any given opinion, the fact that we've identified with it makes it part of ourselves, and that creates more of an impetus to avoid change. Because if something threatens that position, it's really a threat to ourselves. And we do not like admitting that we are wrong. We do not like, as I said in the beginning, admitting even that we don't know. But here's the thing. 
nature is always changing. Every single piece of nature in the entire universe is always changing, and we are a part of that universe. Right now, we can look up at the sky and we can say there's the sun, but what does that even mean? There are unfathomable reactions going on at that very moment that completely and utterly change the makeup of the sun, wherever we point it to, in that body. We can point to our car and we can say, there's my car. But that car is, as we speak, going under a very elongated process of rusting. It's changing constantly. We can look and we can say, there's the plant. The plant is, as we speak, before our eyes, even though we cannot perceive it, growing. And the same can be said of us and everything about us. Our bodies. We cannot identify with our bodies because we are not our bodies. I'm not saying what we are. You can have your own opinion. You can say that it's a soul or spirit or universe or just chemical reactions or, you know, singles in the brain. And once they, once they die out, boop, we're gone. I don't care what your opinion is. But we cannot identify with our bodies. Look at how much our bodies have changed. Certainly we don't have the same body as before, but in fact, just about every single cell that you have in your body right now is going to be dead within the year. It's going to be replaced. It's constantly changing. We cannot be this body. And again, you can have a scientific approach and belief of what we are, what consciousness is. You can have a spiritual one. I'm not concerned with that. But to identify with our body, just like identifying with anything, is silliness. We didn't choose our body. Now, we should take care of our bodies because they are the vessel, the way that we are interacting with this world. It's just as silly to not take care of our bodies as it is to identify with them. Take care of your body. Invest in it. But don't identify with it. You know, if you have gone to the gym every single day for five years and you have a an amazing-looking body in your opinion, in the opinion of others. Well, I hope that you're healthy because a lot of people, as just an aside, <laughs> just because you're muscular and go to the gym all the time, it doesn't mean that your body's healthy, but that's not the point. I hope that you're healthy, but I also hope that you don't identify with it. I hope you don't identify as a muscular person because most likely on your deathbed, you're not going to be that muscular person, but you're still going to be here. You're still going to be alive and conscious. And if you've identified with something that you no longer are, that's going to be a struggle. That's going to be a real struggle. You're going to feel bad about yourself. You're going to feel down. You're going to feel stress. But it's only created if we first identify with our bodies. If we identify with our dark hair and then it turns white, we've created stress out of nowhere. It didn't need to be. If we identify with our smooth skin and then it wrinkles, how silly. How silly. Why is it silly? Well, in this case, we know that our skin is going to wrinkle. We know very little about nature and the universe, but we know this. It's only a matter of time. And we chose not to just accept it, to radically accept what is, and live in the framework of reality, 
We try to fight it. And that is silly. And it only stems from if we identify with our body. Same can be said with our opinions. How silly is it to identify with your opinion? Think about it. Do you have the same opinions that you did when you were one year old? No, and you can't even, you can't even remember what those opinions were. Do you have the same opinions that you did when you were seven? Nope. Maybe some of you have, still have the same favorite movie. I, I can't speak to those people. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, uh, a daughter around that age thinks their dad is the strongest man in the world. And it's their reality. Then they get a little older and they realize, uh, no, dad's just got a dad bod. He's just a regular dude. Nothing really special here. But that was your reality. That was your very, very strong opinion. And of course, there's hundreds of these, thousands of these examples. And yet, when we're an adult, or adolescent, but let's talk about adult, we somehow convince ourselves that our opinions make us who we are, even though they've changed 50 million times. Why? Because the ego needs identification. And so we are coaxed into identifying with something because we believe, we're convinced, that doing so gives us power. The stronger we believe in something, the more powerful we are. The exact opposite is true. The stronger we believe in something and we identify it, the more fragile we are. Like that piece of ice that with one good swing of a hammer can completely and utterly shatter. You throw that hammer against water, what happens? Nothing. Water moves around it, you take the hammer out, water is the exact same that it was. This is the difference, and this is the power of being water versus being solid. And we have to apply it to our thoughts, to our positions, to our opinions, because we have to apply it to nature. We are a part of nature. And we have to look back and we realize we are always changing, just as everything in the universe is always constantly changing. There is no difference. Opinions that we held when we were adolescents, very, very strongly, are not the same that we hold now. And that's wonderful. That's good. Again, there is nothing better in the world of opinions than realizing that you're wrong because you're not going to be wrong about that again. That is, that is the, it's the best news that there is. And yet, we fight it tooth and nail to deny that evolution, to deny that growth, that progress. We are absolutely our own worst enemy when we are operating from the ego that operates through identity. So we identify with our body. We create the scenarios of stress later in life. We, or, or now, of course, most people are, in one way or another, unhappy with their bodies. We identify with our opinions. We solidify. We make ourselves ice. We doom ourselves to not take in new information correctly, to avoid challenges, which just means that we avoid growth and progress, 
in our thought process, in our opinions, in our knowledge, in our wisdom. And this is all by choice. However, because of our training, it seems to us to be unconscious. And that is where, again, as I always say, we need to stop and we need to create space so that we can stop the train and we can reroute the pathways. We have been trained as children, as adolescents, in media, in almost every aspect of our lives to have a strong opinion about something. And you know what? There's a differentiation here. It's okay to have a strong opinion about something, but it is not okay to couple that with a rejection of looking into that opinion. So you can have a very solid, strong opinion about a position, but as long as you're coming from a humble place that says, okay, I formed this position because of all of the information that I've gathered throughout my life, the experiences and the information, the research, etc., and so here I am. But everything could change in the next second. That is a place of strength. It's the exact opposite of what we think of strength. We think of finding the position, and the stronger that we're solidified in it, the stronger we are. But again, we either continue, if we find new information, to deny it and live in a state of psychosis separate from reality, which just adds more and more stress the longer it goes on, and we shatter, or we are water. And even if we do have a strong opinion, we humbly say to ourselves, even before it happens, yes, this is my opinion, but in the next second, if I am challenged with new information, if I find new information, wonderful news, and everything could change. Because that is the way of everything. It is the way of nature. It is the way of us and our lives. And to be against that creates undue stress, just incredible amounts of stress. So, be water, my friends. It's so important. And it is a place of power, which is something that I always talk about because there is such a false perception about what is powerful and what is not. And in reality, humbleness and knowing that you know nothing and not being so strong of opinion, or at least not having it solidified as an identity. And this goes with the groups that we belong to, or the characteristics that we identify with, whatever it may be. Because again, those characteristics, if they're physical, or even not, if it's a mental characteristic, that can change overnight. Your physical characteristics can change overnight. Your mental characteristics can change overnight in the blink of an eye. And if that happens, and we've identified with them, it can break us. That is the position of ice, of fragility. The position of strength is water. Be water, my friends. <laughs>